Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Live here on a Tuesday. Two days away. Two more sleeps until D'Anthony Holloway's throwing out the first pitch at the Miami Marlins game. How do you feel? I'm super excited. Okay, cool. Cool. I knew you would be. I knew you would be. Uh, Look right down the barrel there. Boom. Get that cutaway in there. There you go. There. Look at the excitement in his eyes, kids. If he bounces it, he has to live with the rest of his life like that. I don't give a shit. No, you do. I've done. done I've been in uh, stacks going into a room with active gunfire and tripped over the doorstep mm-hmm. and landed flat on my fucking face. So I doubt anything can happen at the Miami Marlins Stadium that's really going to affect my life. Lifelong embarrassments. My entire life is a lifelong embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. This show is. The show might be for for all of us. Um, had to, to stop my children from uh, popping up an episode on YouTube. They're like, "Oh, there's Dad's face." I was like, "Oh, we're finally getting recommended." Oh, wait, wait, wait! Don't touch! Don't don't press it! Don't yeah. press it! Okay, don't do that. At least they can't get in a Patreon. They don't have my fucking credit card. So tough shit because you don't get shit like this. I don't think we could name an episode trans terrorism on YouTube, right? Uh, no, you probably could. You think so? Yeah, I'm not sure how long it would so. stay up. Yeah, but. I don't think so at all. Uh, so what happened yesterday? Um, since we are on Patreon, shit, Bob, can we just show these fucking clips? They're on TMZ, right? Well, yeah, it's. I mean, it's on all over Twitter now. What do you um, want the body cam footage? Yeah, there's about, yeah. There's about a three minute body cam footage. You know, it, yeah, we should we should uh, show it just to show what right looks like. Yes, it was and, a little it was a little a little slow, but for a like a bunch of local cops, that's about as well as you can do that job. And that's why I think this footage was raced out there. Uh, Bob and I chatted about this off-air this morning a little bit, and uh, with Uvalde, you were trying to hide that footage till the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, they were like, hey, get it out there. It was pretty goddamn quick those guys got in there, and it was pretty incredible. Um, but, yeah, you don't often get to see the body cam footage this quickly uh, unless they had done right here. Uh, what are we about to see here, D'Anthony? Uh, so you're going to see um, Nashville PD show up. Uh, I don't know. I don't think this is SWAT because it shows up in a regular patrol car and then he grabs a rifle out of the out of his uh, drag bag in the back and goes in. You see a team of dudes clear through the building a little bit and then arrive on the second floor at the shooter's location and smoke that bitch. Okay. Which is, I, I, I got to say, it's always a pleasure to watch a piece of shit dive. That's I've, what I love the most when I've, I saw it this morning. Yeah, I've been able to experience that quite a bit in my mm-hmm. life. Um, feel fortunate for that. Do you, do you miss it when you see it? When you're like, oh man, I wish it was me who killed that piece well, of shit. Well, you know, it's almost like um, it's almost like being on a, a sports team and your buddy hits a big shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, yeah, there's part of you that wishes it were you, I guess, but you're still celebrating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll this footage here, Bob, and let's let's take a little peeksies here so at what happened. This is two different body cam footages. <clears throat> I think this is the first one is the one from the guy who delivered us the uh, kill shot. Okay, uh, let's check boom, this boom. out. So just got an update. It's going to be first floor, main lobby. Well, I'm making entry on the front side. I got a civilian that's sitting near here. Got a man sitting in the back seat. Got a man. What kind of cars are they using there? Uh, that that's probably a Those trucks. Ford Escape. Okay, I think that's. Or yeah, I don't okay. think it's. A, it looked like a Ford on the steering wheel. 
That woman was also very, very calm. Uh, who came out and, to this yeah. teacher Holy or whoever shit. it is. Yeah. It's a skill. It's one of the most important skills in being a gunfighter, to be honest, is staying calm. And, cause it, yeah. Panicking doesn't help anybody. Well, this woman's not. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but saying. that's amazing that she yeah. was this calm coming give outside me, the building. Give me three. Let's get three. Three. It means three people. Fire team. Okay. Fire team. And this is body cam worn by uh, Officer Rex Engelbert. Let's go. I need three. One more. Let's go. Right, so you can hear shots now. Metro Police! These guys just blowing Evalde's mind. Yeah. These motherfuckers don't hesitate at all. Open door! On me, on me! I don't know where he is! Metro Police! Open door! Bathroom, bathroom, small bathroom. Clear. Small bathroom, we would have said short room on that. Next, but let's go. Different TTPs. Door, door. With me, with me. Hold the door. I mean, you would really want the second guy opening the door while Next. you charge through the breach, but, yes. you know, again, it's local PD, and these guys oh, are I got it. I got they're it. doing a good job. Sure. Uh, one question for you as, as we're moving through this footage. Why keep the alarms on? Wouldn't you want to hear you where gunshots are coming from? So you want the subject to be as disoriented as possible. Gotcha. And you also want anybody on site to know that it's still an active situation. See, these are things that, like, a civilian would never know in a million years. Mm -hmm. But it's good to know in case this does happen. Take this door. Take this door. Take it. No, I think right around here is where they hear fire start up again and they realize that uh, the woman is upstairs. And it is a woman? Mm. Okay. It's a woman who thinks it's a man. Okay. And now they're going upstairs. Yep. That gun up. And now you see him. You with can his, hear the gunshots. Well, you see his finger on the selector switch, his thumb on the selector switch. He's getting ready to get into a gun. The officer. Yeah. yeah. And these guys are laying down suppressive fire so they can get around that corner. Okay. She backs up into the corner of the room and this guy swings around, meets his buddies. Bam, bam, bam. He shot her three or four times. She tried to reach for the weapon again as they were on approach and they lit her up a couple more times and she's still alive right here. Okay. Um, you can tell she's reaching for the gun right there. But, uh, she, uh, Pronouns changed to was, were. Yep. Right here. Sure did. Sure did. So that's about, I mean, for especially for local police, Not. not I'm not talking shit or anything. It's just they don't get the kind of uh, you, you can. You're good here, Bob. You can press. Well, this is the good. other one. You, you, yeah. Um, this is, but, but, I, I want to see I just want to ask him a couple questions real quick before we get to the second part of this. Because um, uh, in case anybody didn't hear over uh, your description, what were you saying about the local police and, and the job that they did here? Um, they don't get the kind of training that people like uh, I've had, right? People mm -hmm. like me. It's, it's, but budgets don't allow for it. Time doesn't allow for it, unfortunately, right. which is, it is what it is. But this is about as well as you can do this.
It is. And I guess my question to you before we get to the next part of this video here is why didn't this happen in Uvalde and why were these guys so skilled here in Nashville? Because the people in Uvalde are cowards. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like for real? Mm-hmm. Like I, I know we're a comedy show and all that stuff, but is that the genuine answer of what you should do, what you're trained to do versus were the guys in Uvalde just not trained to do this? I don't give a fuck about training. Like, yeah, it's, there, there's certainly some level of training um, will give you more confidence in a situation like that, I guess. But when there's kids dying, mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't have the constitution to put yourself in harm's way when children are getting smoked like that, like, honestly, the, the, the guys in a room shooting kids, actively shooting kids, actually, and they're standing outside about 15 feet away from the door, there's... You could have skirted down the rest of the hallway and put a guy in another in the room behind them and fired nine mil rounds into the floor behind him to get his attention and then breach the room. There's just so many goddamn things you could have done aside from stand outside and let people get murdered, children right. get murdered. Right. So no, it's you, you can armchair quarterback all the strategy and tactics and the command level stuff and all that shit, but these people are just cowards and they none of them should ever be allowed to police again. As a matter of fact, I think they should be in prison. Um, because part of the Uvalde thing, you know, going back to it was uh, allegedly, and, you know, I, I don't know, like we've seen videos and all that stuff, was that uh, their commander had had told them to stand down. Mm. Um, and obviously, you do whatever you want once you're there. Uh, it's up to the individual at this point. But clearly, uh, these guys and their command, I mean, were on this shit. And the way the speed of this, I mean, Bob, I think the first half of this is why I wanted you to pause it as well. How many minutes and seconds was that between from car to shooting it's 326 I and mean, that's how, actually it's less get... than that because there's a intro screen so it starts at two so three tw- three minutes 24 seconds and from then, when and he pulls up he's not even out of the car correct and the, the the shooter was on the second floor so you're not only clearing rooms on the first floor but then you're going up a flight of stairs to go to a second floor yeah i mean typically for a building this size i would want nine to twelve dudes and we would be in two two or three teams so mm-hmm. three, you, you want three guys in a stack, like they were saying, for obvious reasons. Uh, in case it's a long room or, or wide room, you want to have at least two guys go in and leave a guy in the hallway if you're able to. So a four-man team works better in a big building like this. But um, three-man team you can deal with as well. Um, and that's why he's saying give me three at the yeah. top of this video? But okay. it's, you know, if they had had two three-man teams, to be honest, this situation would have been done in 90 seconds. Uh, how many was that? Repeat that again. Two, I'm sorry. two three, or four-man teams instead of just one. This okay. would have been done in 90 seconds. There was a second one. Yeah, there, this, there, this one is a different team. This, this is second a, body cam. Footage. Yeah, this is a different team that was in there. And I'm, I'm assuming they just came in from a different entrance? More, I don't know. Probably. They probably came in from where the shooter originally came in, which is, uh, I don't understand. I, look, this looks like a relatively new construction not like from the 80s or anything i i don't it's a beautiful school actually you've seen the video of i assume of the woman shooting out the front glass Uh, we'll we'll show that after this like i don't under i don't understand that well we'll we'll show that after this and then maybe i can answer some questions on that side of it from a parent side but uh show this one this is uh body cam footage from uh officer yeah well hold on uh, michael calazzo the the most important thing that happened here is that the that guy uh uh, the the other guy's camera that we just watched. What was his name? I don't remember his, the first guy's name. Rex Engelbert. Engelbert. Yeah. So is he a sergeant as well? I don't know. We don't know. Officer. It just says officer on the body on. cam footage. Rex Engelbert. Let's see. 
just I, I just want to check this before I start talking. Um, yeah, no, I don't think he's a I don't think he's a commander or anything like that. So um, what he didn't do was sit around waiting for some commander to tell him what to do. He stacked up on the door and went inside. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. Um, and again, the, the teacher who remained calm outside and then got these guys into the building was unbelievably impressive as well. We were just like, not panic, not anything, how you're showing composure as a woman in a moment like that is, is pretty amazing too. Uh, go ahead and play this, uh, next body cam footage here from, uh, officer Michael Colazzo. There you go. Second floor. Yeah, so he's clearly in a different part of the building here. These are different entrances. I think uh, the other team is to their left outside of that doorway okay. right now. Hold there, y'all. Somebody hold there. Hit that door. Rifle first. Rifle first. Blue, go. What does go, rifle go, first go, mean? Go, go, go. Uh, that means there's guys in the stack with shotguns okay. and pistols, and they want the Whoa. rifle through the door first. Gotcha. I'm with you. Go left. Good spread. You want to maintain your intervals and not get bunched up in case fire comes down the hallway. You want to stay away from the walls because bullets travel down walls. Okay. So everything's good. I don't like the way they open doors, to be honest. But, you know, again, it's local police. Yeah, those look, those school doors are weird, though, man. Those aren't like your normal. You should. The first guy through the door shouldn't be the guy opening the door if you can help it, to be honest. Yeah. But the way those handles are designed on these schools, it's that's a tough one. And again, I'm just nitpicking because. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you want you always want to get a little bit better. The victim here. Yep. That's one of the more tough things to do right, in a gunfight right, right. is to walk past somebody that's down and continue doing your job. And that's the shooter shooting, correct? Uh, unclear. So here's Engelbert coming in front of them right here. That's yeah. that is not there. Uh, that right there on the bam, wall. Bam, bam. That's Engelbert shooting, okay. and here they come around move, the corner. Move. Watch out! Watch out! Move. Stop moving! Stop moving! Watch left, watch left. Suspect down, suspect down. Hey, hold the air. What does hold the air mean? Uh, airwaves as far as walkie talkies? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Stay off comms. I mean, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember anybody ever saying hold the air, but that might just be the way the cops talk. Sure. Sure. And then, uh, Bob, if you can, let's show that other footage there from outside the school. So, you know, yesterday, why we didn't want to get into this is uh, this happened maybe, what, 30, 45 minutes before we went on Mm -hmm. air. And we didn't have all the information at that point. Um, It was originally reported that a side door was left unlocked. uh, And we've since learned today that 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 wasn't the case, Bob, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I know they have video. I mean, it may be be unlocked, but. Uh, I don't think she would have taken the time to shoot through the door if it was because you're giving up your position. I agree. I agree. Uh, now, was this woman military or ex-military? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay, because that was also uh, floating around the yeah. internet yesterday. And, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, that that's It is like that sometimes. The first uh, casualty of war is the truth, right? Well, 
the reason I ask is uh, I was talking to my wife about it last night, and she refused to believe that this was a woman at all. Mm-hmm. And I said, why do you refuse to believe this? Uh, because we don't, I don't really know. I'd just gotten home at that point, right? And, uh, and she said, biologically, like, I, I don't know a woman who could shoot children mm-hmm. just because of that mother... Uh, hood and the the protective you know care you have for children and things like that she's like this is why there's hardly any female shooters in these situations especially with kids is because you just can't wrap your mind around a woman shooting a child uh, especially because that's the one who gives birth to them and everything else and uh when i thought about it i was like oh well that makes perfect sense and uh that's why this is so incredibly rare i guess um, the trans element that comes into play, we'll chat after this about, but uh, uh, go ahead and play this footage here, Bob. And this is her getting into the building here from outside the school. Yeah, like so that's shooting out the window. That's not the kind of glass that should be at an access point to a heart site that's hardened, right? Usually you'll have right. glass that has uh, a metal cable uh, grafted inside of it. Yeah, or, or uh, do they have bulletproof glass at schools? Uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah yeah okay. It's not that expensive. It's just uh, it it's just plastic that's layered with epoxy. Gotcha, basically. gotcha. And right now she's kind of walking around uh, with a hat on backwards, looking for people. Very casual, very odd. Well, this I mean, there's a manifesto. There's a dude that. Uh, or I'm sorry. There's a. a in the manifesto, she said that I'm going to die today. And so. that I understand, but it looked like she was going after certain individuals. Because didn't she go to school here at one point? Yes. That's my understanding, yeah. Okay. Because walking into, this looks like a, an administrative room, a administrative room, like a principal or something like that. Um, that seems very pointed of like, all right, I'm going in there to kill the principal or somebody like that. Um. Looks like they check some other rooms. People are clearing out here and uh, and then just starts cruising around in the hallways. It is. It's really bizarre to see a girl to do this. Um, well, yeah, I mean, this is a mentally ill person, right? This is somebody that thinks they're a man. And uh, right there. It's it's a interesting debate, I guess about mental illness and gun ownership and uh, the changes that have been made over the past decade or two about gender dysphoria and where it falls in the DSM, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I I believe if somebody, uh, if you're a woman or a man and you think you're not, then probably shouldn't own a gun. Yeah. That seems, that's like if you can't understand basic biology, probably shouldn't own a gun, I guess. Is that a question you could put on what do you go up for a gun ownership? Uh, well, you no, know, and I don't think uh, I don't like the idea of the state administrating any of this in the first place. I've said that a lot. Um, but as a gun dealer, as a store that sells guns, you can look at somebody and say, no, mm-hmm. you have the right to do that. You have the right to refuse service to anybody. As a matter of fact, you have the responsibility to do so. Um, but, you know, I, there's no law that can prevent stuff like this from happening. Gotcha. There's a, there's laws against murder. Yeah. Tell me exactly how they prevent murder. They don't. Yeah. You know, um, you, you could go to one extreme or the other. You could say that uh, let's ban all guns and confiscate all guns. Right. That's never going to happen. 
So we live in a society with guns. We live in a society where the right to own guns is protected. So, you know, it's an interesting idea, I guess, uh, that you might be able to limit um, access to firearms for people that are crazy. And let's be real. If you are a dude with a dick or a woman with a puss and you think you're the opposite thing, you're crazy. That's a crazy person belief. You're mm-hmm. not, that, that's not okay that you think that way. Uh, you, should, you need help. You damn sure don't need a gun. But uh, Joel Berry from, from uh, uh, the Babylon Bee, buddy of mine, former uh, military guy himself, says, if you keep telling mentally ill kids that people disagreeing with them is literal genocide, eventually one of them is going to pick up a weapon. Yeah. Pretty, pretty apt assessment. Right? Well, you have two school shootings that are rather major back-to-back between this and Uvalde, and it's kind of the same theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the guy in Uvalde, you know, there was a bunch of photos of him wearing dresses and, and everything else. And I look, I don't know who, what he was going through personally or mentally or any of that shit. I don't give a shit. shit. I Me neither. We, we I, to, I don't care either. We need to bring back uh, in asylums. Life was quite a bit better when crazy people weren't being applauded for how fucking crazy they are and instead thrown into fucking holes in the ground. Yeah. I, I don't have any sympathy. Like, if, yeah, I, you, should, you should certainly be empathetic towards other people. But if you see, let's say you see an injured crocodile, are you going to go over and try to help it? Are you going to put a Band-Aid on him? No. You're going to walk away because that thing can fucking kill you. And to be honest, I have no patience left for these people. If you're a crazy person, then you got to go. You're, you're, you're out of society. Sorry, it sucks. But yeah. if we can't fix you, then I'm not going to put my children and your children and all of these other people at risk because this asshole can't get their shit together. Maybe, yeah. they were, maybe they were born that way. Maybe their fucking brain is just fucked. But you know what? The truth is we can't risk it. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Go to Shutter Island, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, One of the things I wanted to bring up today was uh, you posted a a question on Instagram this morning uh, about what law, what gun law would have stopped this. What were people's answers? Um, Because I I caught the post super early and nobody had uh, responded yet. Um, Uh, Yeah, there are people that say um, the obvious answer, which is not what which is that no gun law would stop it, which it's that's true. But that's not what I was really looking for. I just want to people to think right about what kind of stuff like there's some people said arming teachers maybe maybe mm-hmm. but uh tell me the functional difference between an armed untrained teacher and the police in uvalde you know what i mean yeah I, what, I, ha- what happens the first time a teacher fucking shoots a kid on accident because they're trying to interdict something and look i'm not saying it's a bad idea i'm just saying that's not the end of the conversation i yeah. think so, you should probably make teachers stop having to pay for school supplies before you give them a fucking gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree too. Like, and, and God damn, they got enough going on, man. Like, what the fuck? You know, really? years ago when, when one of the first ones of these happened, uh, we had made a pitch. Um, uh, I don't know if you were on that show, but uh, I said, look, why not just put two veterans, armed veterans, at every single school? It would provide jobs. Uh, they would be there on staff, and I'm sure they would love to blow away people like well, this. Well, I mean, it would be... I, I think maybe we need to make a more concerted effort to get veterans into teaching in the first place. Um, I, I would certainly much rather have my friends teaching, especially elementary and middle school kids than woke white women trying to convince them that they need to cut their dicks off, you know? And it's like this whole, it's become a real problem lately as, as Joel Berry said in the, in the quote I just gave you. And, and then, 
telling kids that somebody that doesn't think what they think or that just appeals to basic common sense and reason and science to show that they're wrong are trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. That's what they think. They're trying to kill you. It's, they, it's, there, there's a, an event planned for three days from now called uh, uh, Trans Vengeance. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's like they, and they, their position is that this is a genocide against trans people. It's like, no, we just want you to stay the fuck away from our goddamn kids. That's it. That's it. But, you know, this, this, is the, this is the argument. They try to sexually groom your children, and they try to mutilate your children. And when you push back, they kill the kids. So it's, it, it, there's no doubt about who's right in this argument. I just want to make that clear. This isn't a, a debate between these assholes trying to fucking use the media uh, uh, and, and American politics to push these radical ideologies into schools and shit like that and every and and normal people it's a it should be a debate between normal people about how to best protect kids mm-hmm. not just from guns and shootings and stuff like that but from the stupid ideas that are creating these shooters in the first place right um and as far as this story goes uh most media outlets exactly as you predicted yesterday have pushed this down as soon as it came out that it, it involved uh a, you know a transgender or somebody who was trying mm-hmm. to become one and it doesn't fit their narrative. Uh, that has certainly happened today. New York Post always doesn't give a fuck. Um, you know, they led with this. At well, the, the New York Times today. apologized for misgendering the shooter. That's not real. Is it that real? was their tweet today. Yeah, you're kidding. Mm-hmm. And what did they say exactly? I don't know. Look it up on Twitter. Um, Bob, pull it up for the New York Times. There, uh, New York Post went hard on this, uh, as they usually do. But uh, that was about it. And then everything else is France braces for violence because they're lowering the age from 64 to 62 to retire. Well, CNN's coverage is pretty obvious. Um, shooter was under care for emotional disorder, hid guns at home. So it's, it's a problem with not confiscating guns. And, you know, it's, I suppose, a fair question. If somebody is um, deemed and at one point... Does someone get deemed incompetent to own a firearm, and how exactly does that get adjudicated? And then, how does that information get passed to gun sellers? You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, and does the state or community? When I say the state, I mean any any form of government whatsoever have the right to go into somebody's home who is being treated for something mentally and and make sure they don't have guns. Right? I don't think th- I don't think so, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't either. And uh, as far as the New York Times goes, um, what was their apology, Bob? What did they say today? I haven't seen. I'm not seeing it yet. I, it could have taken it down. Um, they may have because it was out there. People were pissed. Uh, I I'd heard about it. I didn't. I didn't read it. Um, let's see if I can pull it up here. Uh, um, uh, here we go. Yep. There was confusion later on Monday about the gender identity of the assailant in the Nashville shooting. Officials had used she and her to refer to the suspect who, according to social media posts and LinkedIn profile, appeared to identify as a man in recent months. I'm going to read that one more time out loud here. There was confusion later on Monday about the gender identity of the assailants in the Nashville shooting. Officials used she and her to refer to the suspect who, and I mean, they're really stretching this here, according to a social media post and a LinkedIn profile, appeared to identify as a man in recent months. 
So they're apologizing to the dead shooter in this one for misgendering the person that they identified as. And, and think, think about the underlying logic of that statement. They're equating misgendering somebody with murder. Right. right. And that's where the phrase dead naming comes from. It's like they use these, these phrases intentionally to try to evoke an emotional response. And here's your emotional response. It's a fucking woman who thinks she's got a fucking phantom dick mm-hmm. that goes into a school and shoots a bunch of kids. Um, there was an op-ed piece uh, last year, and I, ironically, it was Teen Vogue. Uh, not that I read that on a daily basis or ever, um, but a lot of people are sharing this story today, of, uh, and it's called Why the New York Times, The Atlantic, and more keep publishing transphobia. Why? Um, and that's what I can't figure out either. Um, and as this story has kind of, you know, obviously grown and taken on a, a life of, of its own today, um, why do they keep pushing for this? Because there wasn't really m- many people talking about transgender until the last couple years. And I don't really get why and because, what's, what's happened in society since. Because solved problems don't get out the vote. There's no marriage equality issue on the table any longer. So the gay community is the largest and most organized of all the activist communities aside from probably the teachers unions. And you can't lose their activism. If you're the democratic party, you have to have, that's, that's a player on your team. And it's a very valuable player on your team to win elections. So you have to find something to bitch about. And they've found themselves, uh, I, I guess it's a case of strange bedfellows, uh, you know, where they're pretending They've all been sucked into this fucking delusion mm-hmm. out of necessity from their perspective because, well, we need those votes, so we have to protect those people. And that's what the, the, mm-hmm. the answer is for all of this. So, there, so just, to, just to be clear, the Democratic Party at large is more comfortable aligning themselves with mentally ill people than they are with the good of the country. That's, yeah, that's the bottom line. And that's what I wanted to ask you about today. Is, is it just for the vote, or do they actually fucking care about transgender people? And the, no, Nobody in politics cares about anybody. I don't think so either. Right or left. All they care about is the vote. Right. Um, because when you see this, it's like, all right, great. But when you're going after that small of a segment of, of the population, well, I mean, I guess if you, you believe that votes are coming down to 20,000 you know, per state and things like that, maybe... You know, that's like, that's your last push overwards. But as far as like the gay, even the gay community is just like, bro, if we're not trans, like, like they don't even care about just being gay anymore. You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, that, that must be what it feels like to be black in America right now, because nobody really cares about you anymore because it's all about immigrants and gay people now. Mm-hmm. So they never even helped black people. They, yeah, yeah. They, they just set up a welfare system that keeps you just keeps your head just above water. You know what I mean? But never gives you the opportunity um, for any kind of upward mobility, particularly generational upward mobility, which is what this country is, right? Mm-hmm. Like you come here as a first generation, you work your ass off, then your kids go to fucking college. And then, you know, smooth sailing from there, you're all set. Except for black people, yeah. right? We just kind of like kept them on the hook for 45, 50 years. And now that's yesterday's news. And, you know, what happened in that vacuum is bad actors like BLM can come in. They siphon off, I think about $9 billion from the community, give or take. And uh, nobody knows where any of that money went. 
Well, we do. It's just in very nice no, no, no. mansions. That's, that's like $60, 70000000 million. Oh. <laughs> There's been $9 billion has been extracted into those charities, and nobody really knows where it went to. Right, right. It didn't go to help black people. It certainly did not. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it, it's all very odd. I don't really know where to go from here. I mean, if you're looking at this school, yes, could those windows have been protected on the outside? Sure. Um but that's – it appears the doors were locked and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, um, I don't know what else would have prevented that uh, getting I, in there. But Well, I was, t- I was talking to uh, Matt Belinsky about it this morning, um, and he is uh, uh, Jewish, so he brought up the Israeli school system. Now, you, it, it's very similar to uh, South Central. If you've ever been to any of those public schools down there, they're basically prisons. And it's the same thing in Israel. But the difference is these are our own citizens and they have, they're outnumbered about six to one by Arabs and Palestinians, right? Mm-hmm. So it's quite a bit different. There, that, that would be closer to a, <clears throat> what we consider a conventional war zone. But if you've ever been to a public school elementary all the way through high school in compton yep they look like prisons they do and and going in through those there are i mean there's all metal detectors mm-hmm. and everything else and uh clear bag policies yeah um, bars bars on the windows and it's you know we know this from plenty of sociological studies that affects kids oh 100 like it, it, it is a pipeline to the penal system it felt basically. like jail i yeah. went through it as a kid we went through the oh let's change you weren't allowed to have book bags and you had mm-hmm. to have mesh book bags and you had to have clear book bags you had to walk through the metal detectors no shit and then at my last high school which was really weird because i went to two different ones the first one was a private school and the second one was chapel hill high it was like kind of cool for me to like come back and like say hi to like my old teachers or like uh, technology instructors or coaches for the first like year but like around like year three of college i'd be home during thanksgiving and then people would start giving me like weird looks coming in which i guess is probably the right idea but it was bad it was weird for me it didn't feel like home anymore it didn't feel like everyone knew each other which i guess is the only way to protect it in some way yeah i mean look a lot of these schools and you know having kids that, that are in multiple schools now at this point because the the pre-k school is different than the elementary school and all this other stuff uh the level of protection on these schools like yeah man other parents um unless you know them or they know you they'll still give you a look of like, all right, well, who is this person? And is, is my child safe? And it's just, it's a split second. It's very brief, but I've noticed it in the past few years for sure. Um, on the school safety side, I can tell you that uh, at least the kid, the schools that my, my kids go to, um, one of them is public. The younger one has to go to a, uh, a private preschool, not out of choice, uh, simply out of uh, population where we live out here. Um, they don't, they're not accepting anymore at like the public schools. Right. So we don't have a choice, but to enroll them there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so like, wait, wait, I thought that was not allowed. Uh, well, they're building schools out here. So like, I've, I'm sure anybody who's been to Austin, the city is exploding. They're trying to add more schools, public schools as quickly as possible, but it's going to take some time. So they just said, no, your kids can't come to school. Correct. Here. They'd have to go where? Yes. Uh, they would have to go to a private school. Really? Yes. Cause so pre kindergarten isn't a guarantee. Only K. Oh, gotcha. Kindergarten and up is preschool is not. So uh, a lot of schools offer it and they have it. But if if, if you're booked, if if they're all you know filled up, you got to go somewhere else. Um, but, simply because your your public school you don't have the kind of funding for that so, or or a place to put yeah, them. Back to the point. Um, yeah, but with the safety of it is what I'm I'm getting well, at. Bel- Belinsky's 
assessment was if we're at a position where we have to have hardened sites and armed security at our public elementary schools, we might be fucked, right? It might be, but it's a bigger problem that you could solve with a law or with putting an armed person in the building. Uh, Real quick here, we do have some sponsors who put this show on the air uh, and keep the lights on, so we're going to get to these guys real quick, and then we'll hop back into this, but uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros has been with us for four plus years at this point, finest mattresses in the land. If you were looking for a new mattress, they're offering the biggest savings they've ever had, 50% off uh, the bundle packages, which is the adjustable base and the mattress combined together. Uh, you can also add sheets and pillows to those now, and it does come in a split king version. Uh, so if your loved one goes to sleep before or after you, it comes with two remote controls instead of one. And uh, and that's a nice thing. It's, it's their most popular version of it, uh, according to those guys. And uh, if you want anything else off in the entire store, it is 40% off with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkouts. That is sheets. Uh, that is mattresses, adjustable bases by themselves if you want it separately. Uh, weighted blankets, the covers, and uh, and of course... They've got a, a ton of, of uh, long lists now of pillows, the shredded pillows. There's a few others that they just added. And uh, you can go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. When you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program at no interest as long as you have decent credits. And if you check that box, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. And you can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 20 25 bucks a month. Next up, we got mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. As we've mentioned throughout the week and on, on today's show, we, uh, we will be going to Miami for the opening game of that. We got money on the Marlins here. Uh, bet with us or against us. It's fun when you're going to these things to have a little money on it. The final four is also this weekend. Uh, A lot of people gambling on the final four as well. People taking UConn. Will they win? I don't know. This has been one of the craziest tournaments in uh, recent memory. If you were betting the underdogs all tournament, congratulations. You're probably rich right now. And uh, there is one Drinking Bros listener who did pick San Diego State to win it all. And uh, somebody else, a couple other listeners matched me in uh, UConn. Uh, on our college basketball prediction show that we did a couple weeks ago. Uh, so we'll see what happens, kids. Head on over to mybookie.com. Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Just make sure to use that promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. I disagree, and here's why. At our school, we had these uh, mall cops, essentially. Um, what would you call the... What would you call the guys growing up that you made fun of who were, you know, there's always two out there, the parking lot security guys and uh, just security guys. Just yeah, but cops, they didn't have yeah. guns or anything like that. Uh, right. They were they were kind of writing you up if you ditch school or, or trying to catch there's you. There's a name for them. I know. I know. I, know. I mean, that's I, a truancy officer. But yeah. Um, so those guys were there, but they didn't really do anything. They weren't armed and everything else. To me, they look like cops. They act like cops. And if they were. With weapons, it wouldn't really bother me. Whereas, uh, to what you were talking about, it's not about, about whether it bothers you. It's about how it affects the child. No, no, no. And, and but See this, an this goes back police to police officer there all the time. But this is what this goes back to what you were saying earlier. So, one of my best friends in uh, in L.A. Uh, lived in that Compton area. His his kid went to a Compton school and all that stuff. 
it is a totally different vibe going into those schools where you're seeing the metal detectors. You're going through the metal detectors. There's police officers in the fucking things. There's shit on the windows and everything else where you're right. It feels and looks like a prison or you were entering a courtroom for Christ's sakes. That psychologically would probably fuck up a child more than two, you know, armed police officers just outside the front door that are there every single day. Because uh, at the schools that my kids go to, there's only two entrances. And you can only go through the front door uh, to each of these things. And they all lock real goddamn quick. Um, we all have a code. And then we all have a barcode on our phones that we use to get in and out of these things. Are, the, are there bars on the windows? No, there's no bars on the windows. But it does appear that the windows you were talking about earlier in the show with the... Mm-hmm. What do you call the the metal things? Kind of the wire, yeah, gonna, yeah, that runs through it. It appears diamonds. as if if that's what the windows are, and uh, but I, the the point of that is is of Belinsky's comment, anyways, is that, um, and and I agreed with him on the point, but I think it's it stopped short. It's it's like we're fucked. Societal, our yeah, the societal decay has reached a level where we we probably won't come back from it unless there's major changes made in society and i'm not talking about like state yes you should in any kind of crisis situation you should certainly the first thing you do is stop the threat and then create standoff meaning you you harden the site and then you extend the perimeter of the site to make it more difficult to even get onto the property in the first place that would be step one um but step two is unless you want to have that as a perpetual part of society and which I, I don't think is a good idea. I think it harms children to be in an environment like that. Yeah. Um, you have to start dealing with people that are the problem in a way that matters, throwing them into fucking insane asylums. Like people that are running around out here pretending to be a different gender and shit like that. Yeah, you can't have a gun. Sorry. If you don't even know what you're fucking, if you can't tell that you're a, a male or a female, what you can't tell if you're a human being, should I give you a fucking gun? Like, fuck off, dude. No, you're out. Yeah. You're out of the pool. Get the fuck out. I'm uh, tired of this shit. And I'm not. Th- there's a lot of people having a lot of emotional reactions to this stuff. And it. And let's be really clear. It's not just fucking transgender people shooting up schools either. If you're fucking some slack jawed, uh, 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 goth looking kid, like you can dress however you want to, but you maybe we should pay a little bit of attention to those kids because mm-hmm. it's the same looking dude every single time. Yeah, and uh, and to your points about the society. Um, fucked as a whole I, I I think we are and I don't think there's a going back I don't think there's a way to fix it I think there's too many people I mean look you're 330 million people in this country and then however many millions are crossing the border every single day but it's not about the amount of people in the country it's about uh, we've we've effectively taken taken parents ability to raise their children away from them in a lot of ways right yeah like if you if your kid showed up Let's say you've got a 12-year-old, right? 12 to 15-year-old. Your kid shows up wearing a fucking trench coat from school one day. And uh, you look in their phone or notebook or on their social media and they're posting angsty shit. And you say, hey, get your shit together, kid. And you slap them in the fucking face. Well, now you're in trouble. You know what I mean? Right. And I, you know, I, it's, we, we've, we've reached a point where we celebrate people's mental illnesses now. Mm-hmm. And this is what you get from celebrating mental illness. And by the way, all the other emotional talk from the left about assault weapons bans. I just want to remind everybody that Columbine happened during the assault weapons ban. Yeah. How, how effective was it? They bought those guns on the fucking internet during the assault weapons ban. Do you really think that you're going to stop people from acquiring weapons in this country? 
There's no band will ever do that. Also, I would say with the exception of like, fuck, man, I don't know. There's exceptions. I can't give it, put a number on it. But most of the time, the type of gun doesn't even matter. No. Like they're shoot like Sandy Hook. Like you're literally shooting fish in a barrel. Like what is it? Yeah. I mean, Vegas <laughs> mattered, right? Because he was fucking like a thousand yards away. Absolutely. Yeah. But like yeah. a lot of these, they come in there. They're close. Like if they're close quarters, it, one hundred percent. Virginia and, and Tech it's, is and it's the kids, right? So it's well, they're not, they're not going to fight. They can't no, fight back. They're not. So it's to me a lot of times the whole what gun they use thing is kind of irrelevant. It's same. And uh, I mean, when I was in high school, when you were in high school, uh, we had guns in our cars. Not not everybody, but quite a few people. A lot of people. Quite a few yes. people had rifles and shotguns yep. hung in Hunting. the fucking back window of their truck. Of the truck, yeah. And we didn't have school shootings. We didn't have any ever. of it. We didn't have any of it. Um, the other biggest part of this, too, is uh, people wanting to be famous and social media and all the media blasting it everywhere. So uh, even with uh, Homegirl here in her manifesto, she said, um, or this was uh, two messages sent on Instagram, I'm planning to die today. Uh, you'll probably hear about me on the news. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a pretty much a go-to. And, and if you look back at like the Boston Bomber who was on the cover of Rolling Stone and all that other shit, they think they'll be remembered forever. And that type of fame, is, as much as social media keeps growing and, and getting pushed on, on kids every single day, that will never go away either. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder who uh, the friend is that this woman DM'd. It was a rando. Yeah. It was, she was like, I, they, they, I don't think they talked very much uh, from what I read it was, yeah it said a friend from school uh, from her that name, school yeah from that school her name was a uh, aviriana Patton. okay did and she call the cops I, immediately yes. immediately she called the she called 911 they yep. told her to call uh mental health services she was on hold with Nashville mental health services for like seven minutes what yeah the yeah. cut co- so the cut co- the dispatch Nashville PD dispatch didn't immediately reach out to every single school in the area. She didn't say she was going to shoot up a school. She said she was going to. Where the fuck else is she going? Bob? No, 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 no. She didn't. She, she did not provide she, enough information no, for, I, you, I, for you to I, do very that. I, di- I disagree with that. Most most mass shootings that are this particular subcategory happen at fucking elementary schools specifically, right? Almost ah, entirely. That's a tough. I'm telling call. you in the in the yeah, fucking messages. I'm reading it. Yeah. I don't think it's clear. I don't think it's clear. It either sounds like she's going to kill herself. It. Yeah, that, it, it looks like a suicide note to me when I'm reading this. So to deduct that she would go to a school is... I, I'm not sure how you can read. Uh, you'll probably see me on the news as a suicide. Mm. Jumping off something. Yeah. Come on, man. I, you never know. And, it, but that, that's the other tough this is, part about this. Is this is the in vogue thing to do is to fucking go shoot up a fucking school somewhere. As someone who's contemplated suicide, I did want it done in a very public spectacle way. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the reasons I didn't do it because I couldn't figure out what to write on the sign. You couldn't figure out what? What's to write on the sign. Um, what did you want to do? Jump now on. I got to know that. Back to the episode. Kyle, no, no Kyle, you don't just drop in with that and Kyle, then be like, Kyle, oh, hey, don't worry about it. Kyle Kinane, the comedian, does a really funny joke about how he, when he, if he ever committed suicide, he would jump off the Empire State Building but leave a glass of water on the ground outside. Yeah. So pretend like he's the worst stuntman of all time. And that's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. I think he said, go out with a question mark. Yeah. Which is, uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the student now and uh, yeah. So she, she, she had called. She did the right thing. Um, and there's know. a bunch of uh, information about the uh, this retard's parents. 
like apparently she acquired the weapon. She she was being treated for some kind of mental disorder, emotional disorder they're calling it, but let's call it what it is. She was a fucking psycho and uh, somehow was able to get weapons because of what? We don't know yet. Uh, and then they make the point that she hid them from her parents. She's 28 years old. Are you telling me that this, like, to what degree was she incapacitated is the first question I would ask, right? Yeah, why it's is a 28 year old living at home? Well, it's not, I don't know that it's rare for a 28 year old to be living at home, but why would the media be pressing that particular point unless she was under some serious psychiatric treatment? And then that calls into question again um, what is the responsibility of, well, right now the law says if a doctor uh, with a patient in their care and the patient animates them that they're going to hurt themselves or other people, they have to notify the authorities. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think at this point it would be worth looking into the notes that this doctor kept and see if they didn't do their duty as well, right? Yeah. Like the system only works. The laws only work. This law that requires uh, psychiatrists and psych- psychologists to report that kind of stuff only works if they actually do it mm-hmm. and not say, oh, it's okay. You're a, you're a dude. Yeah. You're a real boy, Pinocchio. No, you're a fucking woman. Um, and then the other part of this is now these fights that are happening in you know Tennessee and Florida and Texas. Did they sign that bill in Texas? Um, I know they were talking about it on the news the other day. I don't know. Um, Tennessee is signed. I, I don't. Tennessee know the other is done. I think Florida's signed, and uh, uh, Texas is either up for being signed or it's, it's very very close uh, as far as you know transgender and, and age. The one in Texas is uh, you know you can't do anything until you're eighteen years old and people are bitching about that for some reason um but that's the legal age of an adult so yeah uh don't really understand that uh but that's only going to force this debate more uh against people who believe in it or or whatever and uh we're going to keep fucking hearing about it yeah i mean it's uh you have to question the nobility of a position that mutilates children and defends that with violence Yes. And I, to be honest, uh, it's about time to line up on the side that you're going to line up on and, and get ready to fight. Because um, if you're out there in support of mutilating kids right now, um, that's about as evil a thing as I can imagine. I don't know many, at least I haven't met any parents who are. Um, well, just travel back in time and listen to Edmund Burke. The only thing that uh, evil needs to succeed is for good men to do nothing. So your silence is uh is enough if you're an, if you're a member if you're a leftist progressive democratic party member you're not calling these people out for trying to cut kids dicks and tits off then you are just as culpable for this as anybody else yeah we that you are literally elected to stop shit like this from happening and if your position is that you've been elected to to help that stuff happen then you are my mortal enemy and i'm glad if you die frankly the one thing i can't figure out uh going back to this texas thing is why would you bitch about 18 why would you bitch about the age of it well, they've been trying to reduce the uh, voting age to 16 as well. This is just a push from whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it, we're on the slippery slope phase at this point of all the stupid shit that's been going on. But they want to turn children into adults so they can fuck them, right? That's, that's how it's happened in every goddamn uh, uh, empire in history. Mm-hmm. So why would we be any different? The Romans did it. The Greeks did it. The Ottomans did it. Nothing new. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking pedophiles. It's all so fucking odd, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ha- to keep having to talk about it, because I feel like it's just dominating the media all the time, and then, you know, boom, 
shooter pops up and you're like, all right, not to say again, to go back to, to Dan's point earlier, that's uh fucking white neck beard dudes aren't shooting up schools and shit like that as well. But, um, but this narrative as big as it is in the news now, uh, is only going to drive this further and, uh, and which sides you're on. Um, but the 18 thing, man, I just, I don't know how you have a fucking argument against that. Mm. That's an adult. Why would you want it for a kid? Um, I think it's also only for physical stuff. It is, yeah. So you can send them to therapy yep. and yep. like affirming therapy and yeah, all the it's just all the, for physical and yeah. like hormones and and all that other Surgery. stuff. And that's I just I like again. I had this conversation with my wife as we were watching the local news last night. I, yes, we are the two people that still watch local news, and I can't figure it out. I, I, I it's exactly what dances every day. You're going after children, um, just. 18 you can do whatever the fuck you want you move out of the house you can join the military yeah cut your shit off you can do whatever you want if i was the governor of texas i would be trying to push legislation to be able to um deport people from texas to wherever where we'll send you wherever you want to go but you got to get the fuck out if you're trying to take your kid to therapy so they can get on the pathway to get their dick and tits cut off mm-hmm. then you're fucking gone we don't do that here Right, I think that's a pretty reasonable thing to do. Uh, Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You're probably not far off with with Abbott. I'll pay my fucking property taxes if that's where the money goes to get these fucking cunts the fuck away from me. I I I don't think you're that far from that with with Abbott. Uh, He's a pussy. He's been shipping up. uh, Look, there's a lot of shit that I don't. If Abbott wasn't a pussy, there would be a giant fucking wall around the entire state right now. I just don't think we can afford the funding. We can afford it. Texas is a donor state. There's plenty of money here. We can't even afford a fucking electrical grid in this goddamn piece. Oh, no, we afford. We can afford it. We put the money aside. They just didn't do it. <laughs> Maybe it that was 10 for years that. ago. 10 years ago, ERCOT got a report and then funding to, to do the things that the report said to do, and they didn't do any of it. So it wasn't a matter of not having the money. It's just being incompetent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as this, uh, as this story continues, we'll see what shakes out after this, uh, shout out to Nashville PD though, for, uh, for going in there and wrecking shit pretty quickly. Um, man, that, that footage is, is, uh, lightning fast there. And I know they're doing this training at a bunch of schools cause I'll get, um, emails home about shooter drills and shit. I don't even like that. I get those fucking emails. You're talking about the end of society and mm. you know, is this a new norm? Yes, it is, and I don't think it changes anytime soon. Because I think people would rather stay with their beliefs or their party or whatever rather than actually change it. So, yeah, I, I think this is the new norm. And, yeah, we're probably fucked as a society. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. Uh, look, um, we will be in uh, Miami uh, this upcoming weekend here for uh, the Florida Marlins. Baseball season is getting kicked off here. Uh, so we'll be doing some shows down there. The schedule won't change, though, uh, day-to-day as far as uh, our shows go out, so all that other stuff will be uh, on time. Uh, but we will have some, some video footage of, of D'Anthony throwing out the first pitch there on Friday night. We're looking forward to that. We did get a spot as well. Um, can you bring it up, Bob? It's called uh, Thank You, Miami. I know we talked about it on Ross Patterson Revolution this morning, but uh, if you want to come pregame with us uh, on Friday, we're going to meet there at 1 p.m., uh, thank you, yeah, Miami is, is the bar, and you can pop that up on screen there. Cochina e Beer House. It actually looks like a pretty good menu. Looks like a pretty chill spot. Wait, what's it called? 
Thank you, Miami. Thank you, Miami is the name of it. And it's Bob said it's within walking distance. It is within walking distance. I'll show you the, I'll get you a Google street view here just to, uh, but the food looked good too. Um, so yeah, Uh, there we go. Boom. Look at that. Classic Miami. Nice little corner bar. And the stadium is like three blocks away. Okay, great. Great. Is the beach near there, Bob? Uh, you, know that? I, you know, there's water close by. Can I, I walk over and just dip my toes in the sand? You can get in the That's Miami River. Know. The Miami River. You don't say. How is that these days? How is the Miami River? Uh, I heard it's lovely this yeah, time of year. It's nice. Yeah. A little gator filled probably, but just don't swim at dusk. Oh, did you see the news the other day? So uh, there was a gator outside some dude's house and the gator knocked on the door or something like that with his tail or I don't know how he did it. Yeah. But the guy walked outside to see what it was and the gator dragged his ass into the water. Yeah. And then the, his wife called 911. It was so pretty sweet. I wish we had smarter. that footage. I think Elon, so Elon's been looking for human subjects, basically, or a, a country that will allow him to test Neuralink on human beings. Right. U.S. Uh, denied it. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So I think he might be down in Florida. It could putting be. Putting chips in gator heads. Let me ask you this. Uh, Delco, you're a, you're a Florida boy. You know, that's your, I, I think that's your home away from home. Probably your, your home for the rest of your life. It's my one spiritual day. home, yeah. Yeah, it's your spiritual home. Can you still buy baby alligators down there? Or is that not a thing anymore? Do they get rid of that? You can buy them here. Where? Where I mean, at? Texas, you can own pretty much any animal. No, I know you can own it, but do they, can you buy it? Yeah, like if we just go if, to Houston. If we, well, is that where they're at? Yeah. If we Craigslisted it, Bob, can you go to Craigslist in Miami and see if we can buy a baby gator? Would they let us take this on the plane if it was an emotional support animal? Like uh, on the plane back? I mean, you could try. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? Like gator, you just leave the gator in the fucking airport, I guess. I know, right? Right? I think we'd be all right. Because uh, there has been gators been showing up in Texas. Now they said it was from the hurricanes, and I don't know if that's true or false. But uh, uh, they live here. Yeah, like they, they. Yeah, it's not. It's not about the hurricane. The hurricanes like sh- putting it in people's pools and houses and shit. But they live here. They've lived here forever. So can we get one of these fuckers? On, I, I think we should uh, neutralize the entire gator population. They don't really serve any purpose. No, they don't. They're just old reptile predators, and we should kill every single one of them. You think so? Yeah, we should genocide gators. Well, I know we got you and I have been invited numerous times to go out in Louisiana and go kill some of these fuckers. Yeah, but that's not hunting. People, I've had the meat. I've had gator meat before. People are like, you want to go gator hunting, and here's how you do it. There's this um, a hook device that you put raw chicken on typically, and when they bite down on it, it clamps their mouth shut, and they spin all night and tire themselves out, attached to the yep. ground, and you just walk up with a forty-five and shoot them in the shoot head. Shoot them in the head, yeah. I, mean, I wrote I, about this uh, seven years ago. Yeah, you how, did? Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, shit. Well, that's a big guy. God damn. Look at Eating, that fucking so thing. I did when, so let's, let's, let me ask you this. You're mm-hmm. a crocodile, alligator, and you eat a smaller crocodile or alligator. Do you gain their mass? Do you become bigger? Is it like, or is it like bulking hi- season? Is it like Highlander? Do you get their energy and power? Yeah, they, are you bulking up? Are the are the gators bulking? Is, I'm is asking because if that's the case, I'll let I'll I'll round up all of them and put them in a cage and let them fight it out, and I'll kill the last one and absorb his power. No, that last one is going to be of the size of a skyscraper. Yeah, don't wow. worry about and- that. I've got nukes. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, and I mean, look at this fucking gator here. That's a big boy right there. I don't know um, if that's real. I don't either. No, it is a video of a gator eating a gator. Good lord! Uh, do do you get a do you got a Craigslist on that? Are we allowed to buy these fucking there, things? I haven't found anything on Craigslist. Shit! What about Miami? Can you go to Miami Craigslist? Can I buy an alligator? 
like a baby one. I know I can get one in Louisiana. Uh, reptiles for sale, backwater reptile. Yeah, alligator right here. Yeah, we're at. I don't know the fucking Is that Miami internet. Yeah, let's go, dude. Less than two hundred dollars. Should we get a fucking office gator? Because uh, no, then it becomes an adult gator. Yeah. yeah, but then we'll just chuck it out in the woods, and then like whatever happens happens at that I, point. I think we've got too many cables and stuff on the floor. But it, it, they live in a tank, so we had one in the fraternity for a while. Oh no, and then we're not it bit this that. kid's nipple off. No, uh, but it was his own fault. Like he was wasted, and he shouldn't have done it. Um, and I was in the room. And it was it was spectacular to see. But uh, uh, he earned it. He earned it. But if if we just keep it in a in a glass case up here, should we get an office gator? Yes or no? No, I think uh, alligator. Maybe I think a raccoon is a better idea. I don't want a fucking raccoon. Dude. Why not? It's just they're, they're going to walk around and trip over the the cords. Oh, At no, least a gator, you can keep them in the goddamn glass tank. Raccoons are very agile. They'll, more likely, they'll be unplugging things to fuck with you. You think so? Yeah, they're okay. they're so Bert's buddy has three of them, and they figured out that the last thing he does before he leaves the house every morning to go to work is grab his keys off the counter. So they've started hiding his keys from him. Oh, no They're shit. super smart, yeah. Really? So that's like, it's almost like having a little Kato, but it's a little furry animal that's dressed like a bandit. It's super cute. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull up this Miami Craigslist, because if we can get one of these fuckers back on a plane, it'd be great. Just don't get us on a watch list before we even get there. I'm we not. Might, we might it's have just, to drive that back. You think so? Yeah, we'd have to drive the Gator back. We'll get a rental. Uh, no, we'll, we'll DHL that motherfucker. If you show it, up with would the pa- it make it is the question. Yeah, just yeah. put a put a fucking rebreather in there. <laughs> Honestly, it'd get really hot in the back. The gator would probably just like go go to sleep or something, right? That's what they do with the That gator flies in a plane though under the cargo. Like it's it's dead. I mean it's a new Sam Jackson movie. It sure is. Right? Gators on a plane. I'm sick of these motherfucking gators on this motherfucking plane. It just like falls out of the luggage. They're cold blooded though. Those snakes would have died like up that high. Probably. Yeah, I don't see any alligators for sale on uh, on the Miami Craigslist. And that's shocking. We to gotta me. catch one, man. I don't, that's a lot of work. I don't know that I is have it, that kind of time. We, I just want to go in and throw like eighty down on the on the counter and just be like, "Hey, 80? can I get a, a gator?" You think a gator is eighty? Yes, they're thousand. cheap. Yes, no, 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 not eighty thousand. Eighty dollars. No, no, no. I know it's a thousand. I'm, I'm assuming it's a thousand. For a eight. baby gator? How much mm. is that fucking thing? How much can we get a baby gator for for the office? An office gator. It's $169 on his website. Yeah, less than yeah. 200 bucks. But I, I know a spot in Costa Rica where there's just like thousands of gators we could probably go for. Yeah, but you got to get them over here. Yeah. That's a longer journey from Costa Rica. We drive. And they, you got to declare it. You know, when you declare that shit coming through customs, hey, do you have any fruits, animals, vegetables on you? And if, you, if they find that gator, you're, you're going to get banned. I'll just say I didn't know it was in there. All right. Those were eggs when I packed that box. <laughs> the gator must have hatched so that's kind of on you because you're yeah. the one that's had the box in your possession what i did find here is uh russian blue kittens for sale in miami so they do have those so in what case are they, you were wondering why are they blue are they from fucking chernobyl or some shit they've got blue eyes they're great oh. these look like the ones that tom brady bought to be honest with you russian blue yeah cat uh oh those are cute i like i hate cats but uh as far as a cat goes, it's a, it's a decent looking cat. You know, if you were able to um, visit with the cat first, I, getting a kitten is always a fucking toss up. Sure. Some is. cats are super cool, but most of them are kind of dicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it depends on what you want. Like, I, I would want, uh, and maybe we can engineer, use CRISPR to engineer kitties like this, but mm-hmm. I would want one that, I don't know if you've seen these videos of these cats that'll hide behind the door frame and 
pounce on your foot when you walk by. That's super funny. I like that. Yeah. But you also want the kind of cat that's cuddly and shit, too. Usually it's one or the other. I want both. Yeah, I want a hybrid g- kitty. I don't know that you're getting both. Though. I doubt it. I've never. I've seen one in my life. No. It was a, uh, one of my friend's old cats named Cricket. It was pretty cool like that. But most of them are fucking either too much attention, jumping on your chest in the middle of the night, trying to fucking coddle and get your attention, which I will just grab them by the head and throw them into the wall if they yeah. do that. Or it's like you can't find a goddamn thing. So what's the point? You, know, you own a cat. You don't own a cat. There's a stranger in your house that shits in a box. Right. Doesn't sound that great. No, it's it? not great. It's not great. Uh, now's the point in the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. Look, uh, obviously we've been uh, gotten a million messages about the uh, Nashville PD, so we'll just give it to mm-hmm. those guys and uh, and give a shout out to them. Uh, watching this this footage was uh, pretty fucking impressive today, and um, that's about as fast as you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. I, can you get faster than that? I, I doubt it. Yes quite a bit but I, I, I mean not not in under these conditions no like the police are never going to be faster than that no so because they just don't have the time to like it's not just about one officer deciding i'm gonna go fucking be the best at cqb it's like you have to get your your six to 12 man team has to do this over like a thousand times they were fucking on it dude they were good this yeah footage tactics were good there's a couple there's some confusion and stuff like that but you know that's that's gonna happen that happens every fights, yeah, yeah. Mm. especially like i mean so when we go into an operation we're already all on the same comms these guys when they showed up probably as they were approaching the building we're all getting on the same comm channels and stuff like that so they did a really good job yeah uh shout out to those guys we get a million uh messages and uh and all that stuff if you want to nominate a drinking bro of the week on a different day though go to drinkingbros.com click on the submission form there and it goes in live to our inbox uh flooded with these guys today and rightfully so uh, so cheers to the Nashville PD there. Um, a lot of crazy shit going on in those police departments in Nashville, man. You know? You got that chick and that other one? Yeah. And then you got these guys? Well, that was... The, these. This Neither one of these things actually happened in Nashville. It was outside. It was in Brentwood, right. I think, is where the shooting happened. I don't know where that... that, that Laverne. Girl, Laverne. Laverne, yeah. yeah. Right outside of there. Yep. We've we got a bunch of hard AF seltzer out there. A bunch of our listeners were like, hey, you know they sell it here, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, we're everywhere there in Tennessee. Yeah, so. I mean, she's probably drinking it. <laughs> to be honest, if she, wants, if she wants to go back to college, and we'll give her an NIL deal. Oh, yeah, for Big Hard time. AF Seltzer? Is for that, sure. like, in, well, I don't know what the sport would be fucking, I guess. Well, look. Would that be legal for us to pay her in booze to bang and do weird shit? Because that's, that's bordering on prostitution. At that I'm point. not sure. Uh, we pay porn stars. What's the difference? Uh, yeah, I guess as long as she films it and publishes the porn. You know there was a strip club there that offered her ten grand to do a night there. Oh, can you imagine? She probably looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy with her clothes on. I don't know. I, there was a shot of her in a hot tub. Who it's, knows? It looks like a fucking... What, you know how those biscuits that come in a can mm-hmm. when you crack the side of it and it just swells in the middle? Yeah. That's her whole fucking body. <laughs> Gross. I'm not going to judge. There was a shot of her at a gas station the other day, Bob. Uh, if you can pull it up. She was there. Was she sucking somebody's dick? No, but uh, she, she looked It kind of reminds you annoyed. of clerks, right? Like, don't suck anybody's dick on the way to your car. Yeah, exactly. she's yelling out the back. Exactly. She definitely looked annoyed of like, hey, dude, can we stop with this fucking shit? I mean, a lot of people want to be famous, but I don't think anybody wants to be famous for that. Not really. Not really, but... And that, uh, t- to be honest, that story wasn't even funny enough to make national news. That just, She just happened to do that on a day where people were bored. 
Wow. That and there was just so many people who were coming out being like, yeah, I had sex with her too. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. Uh, We'll grab it another day, Bobby. Proud of you today. Uh, You were on it all day today, Bobby Three Sticks. Uh, Again, we'll be live in Miami this weekend, kids. Uh, Hard AF Seltzer will be served at the Miami Marlins games, the Tampa Bay Rays games, and the Tampa Bay Rowdies games. Come on out to the old ballpark this summer and uh, and get your drink on uh, and join us. And again, cheers to uh, Nashville PD. Mm. We appreciate you joining yeah, us. I think we're going to start a football firm with the Tampa Bay. Are you familiar with that? No. Uh, so a firm is the it's it's your hooligan. So you have your fans, right? Yeah. Um, and then this is a big thing in England because all of the 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 teams are basically the neighborhood. So like Liverpool, Chelsea, the neighborhoods in in London, the later, greater London metro area, and then up the um, um, west side a little bit. That's that's the teams in the Premier League mostly. Uh, so you have the fans, and there's always at the home games they'll always fucking uh, the opposing team will take the train in mm-hmm. and do a big march from the train, making noise, wearing their fucking yeah. sweater flags and all that shit, yeah, yeah. and get wrecked, and then try to. There's a there's a small subset of the fan base that's the firm, right? And they are meant they're hooligans. Sure. They're trying to fight the other teams, yeah. and they don't fight random people. It's not, it's like a hockey enforcer. You don't go beat up strangers, the fucking winger. You yeah. go to find the other enforcer and you fight him. Uh, and I think we need to do that for the roundies. Yeah. I'm so anytime in. you know, if I don't know, I don't even know who else is in that league. But anytime anybody else shows up that wants to scrap just go fight and don't be a bitch about it don't call the cops don't fucking pull no. out any weapons don't hit too hard in the head you know don't, we, we you, don't lost our we lost our first game the other day so uh the first fight would have been in charleston against the we lost the charleston battery um and that's that still makes me sad i watched the game uh, we didn't look great we lost three zero in that one well the team doesn't have to be good as a matter of fact typically the better the team is the worse the firm is you know what i mean Let's see their uh, upcoming schedule here. We got, uh, they're in Birmingham. They're at the Birmingham Legion. Um, they have a home game for a while. Uh, they're playing Nona after that, whatever that is. And that's, that's in the U.S. Open Cup, Giorgio. Um, and that's the second round. So they did make it to the second round of the U.S. Open Cup. I know you're worried about that. Look, if you need someone to move to Miami and start this firm. And well, it's in Tampa. It's in Tampa, yeah. Well, he's Tampa. A, yeah, he's a Tampa boy. I think the next home game is the 23rd of April. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Tampa Bay Row- Rowdies are playing uh, Miami FC down in Miami. Uh, they're playing the Charleston Battery again at Charleston. Man, the, ska- the schedule is not favorable brutal. for our boys, uh, the Rowdies here. And, uh, yeah, April 23rd is our next home game against the San Diego Loyal. And uh, the Rays are in town. That's a Sunday, though. Okay. So maybe we'll go to that one. Potentially. That's uh, uh that that series is against the White Sox. You know they're doing a, a big Memorial Day thing down there. Um they're uh, for Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. They're doing a night game at like seven thirty that night. And uh and then the Rays are playing in the afternoon. It could be a bang bang. We'd probably black out though. The rowdies? Through. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Unless, uh, I don't know what it is because the May twenty seventh game is in Colorado Springs. Uh maybe they have is, a game that's not on their official schedule here. It is May twentieth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh who are they playing? The oh, RGV Toros. What the fuck is RGV? I don't know. A Toro is a bull though. I know that. Rio Grande Valley. Hmm. You don't say. 
Look at that. I don't care about this. Yeah, you should. You should. Uh, thanks for joining us, kids. We appreciate it. Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star. You can walk away. For Anthony, Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.